are the gentlemen advancing the melody. Welcome to another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. The brothers are back again, man. Yes, sir. Back in the seat. What's up, my brother? Hey, man, you know, one, one minute at a time, man. You, you know, go. it's, uh, I just, hey, man, I'm just trying to be in the moment, man. It's, uh... You know, just it, 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 it feels so good loving somebody when somebody loves you when back. When somebody man. loves you back. Yes, sir. And a lot of people love me back, man. And that's that's a dope thing. It's a dope feeling. So, you know, that's where I'm at, man. You know, I was reading something. I was reading something in the Bible, man. I don't think I'm a, I don't think I'm in preschool Bible study okay. <laughs> anymore. You matriculated. I think I matriculated, okay. man. But it was like... Uh, when man seeks righteousness and mercy, he will receive righteousness, mercy, and honor. Mm. It's cold. I think it's, I think it might be one of the songs, man, but it was dope. It was, it, it inspired me, man. And it just, I just want to bring more harmony than harm in the world, man. And I'm, I'm okay with it. A lot of, a lot of uh, close family, uh, close friends and family members, they like, yo, man, I don't know if we really like this uh this new kumbaya kev, man, but that's just what I, that's what it's about, man. Hey, listen. I, I want to be loved, man. I like I appreciate it. Your 28, your 28 days of love that you did on Facebook, man, and mm-hmm. the series, the, the Hearts of Fire series that you did, man. Mm-hmm. You know, people might look at us as 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 black men, and we're talking about love and, and relationships and community and, and connectedness and engagement. It might be looking at us kind of crazy, man. But yo, love is important, man. Righteousness is important. Yeah. We can't be savages forever, brother Jay. You can't. And it's it's not healthy to be a savage all the time. Nah, man. You Especially when you come from a family full of savages, man. You gotta take I've, I've been I've been running, <laughs> I've been running from it all my life, man. I finally accepted it. I come from a family of savages, therefore I am a savage. But I'm not trying to live savage. A savage lifestyle forever. You gotta, you gotta take a day off, man. Sometimes you gotta resign from the savagery. Got to. Is that a word? Savagery. Hey, man, it's gonna be one, man. Got it. The savagery. The savagery is uh, Rihanna's pregnant, man. I'm upset. I'm Yo, pissed. So what we? Not, That's that. We, that we, broke we, my heart. What we're not gonna do? That's a trigger for me. We're not gonna. We're not gonna discuss that. We. What we will say is, we wish them love and light. Love and light, absolutely. Healthy, healthy baby, healthy, healthy baby. and safe delivery and... Yeah, Rihanna, that, that, one, hurt, that one hurt me a little no, bit, we're man. We're still talking about it, Kevin. That's a trigger for me. We're just but you know to... what? You know, you know it didn't hurt as bad. Jan, when Janet had her baby, it was like, yo, she was 50 years old. So it didn't really bother me that much <laughs> for some reason. I wonder why. Is this, I wonder, is, and I, is and that I love, ageism? A, is that ageism? No, is it ageism? I but think, I know it I was just like ageism. it was just like yo, she's fifty years old, man. So like, so it was I, like, ah, oh, good for her. Good for her. <laughs> that's how I felt. I'm like, good for her. Good for Janet. She had a baby boy. That's awesome. <laughs> I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad though. When Rihanna, when I found out about Rihanna, I was kind of mad, Bro, yo. I found out and I said, huh. 
That's all I could say was. Man, and then, then I seen the pictures with the sexy belly out with the jacket, the pink jacket. I was hating. I was so hating, man. I couldn't. Ain't right? So I, I have a thing for pregnant women. I do. Like, and so as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, Rihanna. Like, like yeah. she was glowing. She was glowing, man. Oh. Yeah. I was like, I was hating. I was hating. I man. couldn't even hate no more, man. I was like, you know what? I'm happy for her. It was sad. Sad. And then some of our listeners are probably like, what were y'all sad for? Because it won't me. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't the pappy. <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm not I the wasn't pappy. the pappy. Yeah, that's, what, that's why I'm upset. I wasn't the pappy. Dang. And I think I was. that was during my social media fast, so I didn't get to, oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't man. Get to we see even, a lot of nah, it. Nah, man, we ain't even get to chop it up and really talk about our pain no, and misery. We didn't. On that one. We didn't. I Now, people sent me pictures to my phone and said, hey, I know you're not on social media, so you probably missed this. And I was like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to call you a friend right now because you sent this to me. It was like, I know how you feel. I was like, you don't know how I feel. Nah, man, that don't hurt. That don't hurt me. Hurt me to my core. Right, though, though. We going to wish her love and light. Love and light, man. Yeah. Love and light, man. Damn. I'm still gonna go to Barbados though. I was planning on. Oh that. yeah, oh, oh for sure, <laughs> for sure. That doesn't that don't that doesn't stop me. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't stop me. From, she was a motivating force in my decision to go to Barbados though. But you know, I was loving light, Kev. Oh, loving love light. light, man. All I, I wanted to be a rude boy, man. Remember the Come song? Come on, I sir. Wanted, Come on. Yeah, I wanted I, to be a. I wanted to be a rude love boy, and man. Light. That's all I'm sending. Nope. <sighs> oh well. Man, yo, prayers, prayers, and prayers and love, man, to the people of Ukraine, man. Like, you know, I I was kind of unplugged for a minute, mm-hmm. or dealing with my sister and everything, man. And then I cut back on the news, man. Like, what the hell is going on, man? Then the crazy part about the the Ukraine uh, situation, like all the Africans. So that's where I met Kev. All and the Africans and the black people that can't get out of that joint, man. I was talking to my therapist today. Now, mind you. I have so I have two therapists. This one particularly is a white woman, um, and we were talking about something else. I said, "No, pause. We got to talk about current events, and I got to get this off my chest because I'm having a hard time." I was like, "It's I'm ha- the, internally, I'm wrestling with standing in solidarity and support of the people of Ukraine, but then I'm seeing how even in a time of war." Racism still has time. Yeah, it 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 blew my mind, bro. When I was watching a video of them pushing African and African American people, women and children, off of a train because the Ukrainians had priority it troubled me because i'm like in 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 a time of war any and everybody that makes it to the train should be able to get on it and because we we're in this together we gonna be squished (laughs) until we get Mm -hmm. to the promised Mm -hmm. land like that troubled me and so i had a hard time when people was like excuse me we're standing in solidarity and i'm just like and then i had to think back to like well damn there's been countries in the middle east who have been bullied like ukraine we didn't stand in solidarity for them Mm. there's 
there's nations and, and places in Africa who have been under attack. We wasn't really all standing in solidarity for them. So I, <laughs> it, it was tough, bro. I ain't even going to lie, man. I, I can't even hold you on that. Like, it's been real tough, and so I've just remained silent. Now, That's I know real. individuals who are from Ukraine. Me too. Me too, man. And I, you know, that that's the, the space that I'm coming from. And I, I think it, I don't think it's an either or. I think it's an and we could support them. And but also like and <laughs> and yeah. you know, speak out because yo, when I saw a line of black and you know, this this woman, she's on the news, she says, Yeah, um, if you're black, you're not important. Like she says this to the camera while they trying to figure out a way to get out of the Ukraine, man. But then it got me thinking. You know how, um, you know it's always a beef with black black people everywhere. Now, when I say when I say black people, I mean collectively, globally, yes, blacks all across the globe. Yes, you know it's like all right. Well, I'm African. You're not African. You just black. Therefore, yeah. I'm closer to the motherland than you. You just black. I'm more important than you. Or nah, I'm not African. I'm Nigerian. Oh, I'm Kenyan. Oh, but you just a black American. Yeah. Right. There's always and that, then, that separatism. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the thing that I always come back to, it's like, yo, if 5-0 riding past you, they don't care if you Nigerian or Kenyan or Ethiopian. The only thing they care or, is or if you from you're North of Virginia. White. Yeah. <laughs> you're not white. You're not and white. like that's and that's what I'm seeing over in the Ukraine now. Like, yo. Where, where 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 you got your blackness from doesn't is matter irrelevant right now yeah but but that bro that that <laughs> so i sit on a few dei board uh, committees on a few board of directors and it's really hard to operate in the deib space um because these are conversations that like we need to have so when i'm i did a training while all this is happening, I said, well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because if we were in the Ukraine, not the Ukraine. I ain't gonna lie, brother Jay. If we, we were in we, Ukraine. We'd be, we, we'd be out back. Right. <laughs> we'd be out back right now. Some, right. Right. But I, and I was like, man, it, what would this look like? If, if Ukraine was this company, what would that look like if individuals was trying to get on the elevator to go to safety and individuals were getting pushed off? Yes, you have core values. Yeah, you, yes, you say diversity is this, blah, 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 inclusive, equity and belonging, all that good stuff. It's on the wall. But in a time of tragedy, like in a time of war where everybody potentially could die, you are still utilizing a hierarchy in terms of whose life has more value. It was troubling to me, bro. Like I, I can't, it, it, it rocked me to my core. And so that's why I've been, I've on social media, I have remained silent about anything related to the war because that was, it was tough for me to watch. Yeah. It was tough for me to watch that. Um, individuals from other countries had to 
go through six other countries to get their individuals. Like I was like, what is this? The underground railroad? Mm-hmm. It, it, it troubled me. Right. So I had a hard time. I had a hard time saying like, yo, we standing in solidarity with Ukraine. And so I just said, you know, prayers to the people who are being impacted by what's Real going rap. on in Ukraine. Real rap. Right. Real rap. And I just leave it at that because I, I, it's tough, man. It's, it, it's really tough. This humanity based, um, you know, talk that everyone is doing. It's real, it's real tough. And then when you, when you hear individuals from this country, um, justify what was shown on the videos for people to get pushed off of the train, Hey man, it shouldn't surprise you. I mean, we did we did go through uh summer of 2020, summer of 68. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like we 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 we've we've kind of seen February this February of 2012. Yeah, we've been here before. Yeah, we right? kind of been here before, you but know what I mean? It was, it's just still disheartening that even yeah. in a time of war, bro, I keep coming back to this like in a time of destruction you you still want to be superior over others when you both have an equal probability of dying. Mm-hmm. Because mm. a missile ain't going to give a damn whether you white or black. Just like COVID. That part. <laughs> like COVID. Ain't going to give a damn. Over a, ain't, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Not like, a respect of persons. yeah. Right, it doesn't. It is a, a landmine ain't gonna give a damn if a black person step on it or a white person step on it. If you got blue eyes, like one person said, these are good people. These are individuals with blonde hair and blue eyes. A landmine ain't gonna care what color your hair is or your eye or or the 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 many segments or auspices that make up your DNA, where they came from and originated from. They're not gonna give a damn. A landmine's gonna do what a landmine is designed to do: destroy anything that activates it. That's it. But the crazy part about all of that is like, yo, after all this over the last two years, man, <laughs> millions of people dying across the globe, COVID ravaging all countries. Everybody's impacted, was impacted by the pandemic. They still currently are. Then you gonna top that off with a war? Like, yo, this is... I. I don't know, man. Some biblical shit. Just saying. <laughs> biblical and shit in the same sentence. That's it, man. God know my heart. God know my did. heart, man. I see what you did there. God know my heart, man. Yes, because it's like an oxymoron that we're living in. Mm-hmm. It's it's tough, man. That's why I just I just started staying to myself more, right? I I got a cloak. I was telling my mentee group. I said, you know, Jesus had twelve disciples, but he only rode with three. Real tough. that is true he only rolled with three real tough right so his inner circle was small and you know 12 isn't that big of a number but then you know what happened 12 turned to 11 um and i said bro that's why like my my the number of friends i have is is small i just i i I can't i I can't like I, i i know a lot of people i have associates i have acquaintances um but I keep that friend circle small and close 
Um, Cause you just, it's just so much happening, man. And it's just like, I heard someone give a response and I was like, you know, traditionally I probably would have punched you in the face, but luckily you were across the room and I don't really know the full context of the conversation you're having. So God just delivered grace and mercy on your behalf. Had I been closer and had I heard the full conversation and it went the way I assumed it went, I probably would have punched you in the face. Right. So I just, I stayed to myself. I haven't been on social media that much because people giving comments on stuff. I'm just like, ah, insensitive, wrong time. Like it's not a time to be righteous. Right. Lives are at stake. Lives are at stake. Right. And, and, and I, and I did feel a type of way. I was like, yes, the war is bad, but I really want us to be, to stand in solidarity against all of the countries who are experiencing poverty and children are going hungry. And there's not enough medical supplies to help treat ailing humans. I want us to stand in solidarity with those countries as well. Not just the ones where individuals go and they play sad music while flies land on you and for 13 cent a day. Oh Lord. Right. Do you think, do you think like, I don't know, man, people get hyped about war. Well, when well, think about it, right? In the Do you law, think that's why like people are standing in solidarity because like people people usually, you know, what what do they call it in uh what do they call it in um in politics, man? It's like a um it's like a run to the flag theory or or uh, support the flag theory. Like if something negative or bad happens in the country, people usually unify around. A thing like nine eleven, yeah, country but even, unified bro, around bro, it. Even with nine eleven, you you <clears throat> people that didn't look like they were from the Middle East were unified. I I remember one of my good friends. His family is from the Middle East, and everyone had different. Like, what were you doing on nine eleven? When blah blah blah, he said I was afraid for my family's life. And everyone in the room was just like, because we never really thought about it. He was like, since 9-11, like, I've been afraid for my family's life. No, we didn't have anything to do with what happened. And the and the, the individuals that did, we're not even from the same country. But we're of the same religious faith. And so him getting death threats walking from the bus stop, mm. Right stuff getting thrown at their house because people think they had something to do with nine 11. So I, I get, I get that. And, and on a larger scale, the, the country did come together. Selective populations were only invited to the coming together. But That's fair. If, 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 bro, if I ain't learned nothing in, in my 35 years of life, America going to be America. Rally around the flag. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, America go America. America go America, bro. America go America. <laughs> Since 1492, when that nigga sailed the ocean blue. Like, America go to America. America go America. 1492, right? 1619. 
1776. Come on, America is going to continue to America, and it's sad, but it's like, yo, our ideals and values, of, like the framework of this country, will always prevail. And it's sad that in the prevailing, other people have to be harmed. Mm. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah. Right? Like, I remember one of my, my sixth grade teacher, he said, if you have to bring others down so you can appear to be higher than them, you're really not superior at all. Right? Like, the law of uh, superiority is that if somebody is superior, the other person is inferior. The, the art of war is someone must lose because someone has to win. You can't have a war and be like, oh, it was a tie. Like, no, mm-hmm. somebody has to be the loser in this thing. And so I think this is what it is. Like, oh, well, they did this. We're going to come in and we're going to save them. They're going to lose. This ain't got nothing to do with us. <laughs> like this, this. And then like the aid that's been promised to Ukraine, I'm just like, Damn, you could have wiped out all of the college loan debt. Like you have, you know, never happen. You have a war taking place in your own country that you were taking your precious time in signing legislation to end these things. But we rush into the aid of other countries. So, no, I'm not saying that we don't need to support other countries that that are in situations like this. This is not at all what I'm saying. What I am saying is America needs to start sweeping around its own front door. Yeah, man, it's kind of hard when don't nobody want to uh, pick up a dustpan though. After dustpan, just pick up the broom. We figure we can vacuum the dust. Nobody want to pick that up. Hey, Nobody want to pick that up either. Shit, we got air purifier. Thanks to COVID. the people. The people that's responsible for picking up the broom and the dustpan and cleaning up America. We're storming uh, the cap. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Next. sorry. I went too far. Next. <laughs> My bad. In other news. <laughs> In other news, man. You know, hey, we we gotta we gotta talk about it, y'all. You know. The village, we got to talk about it. So I mean, it's it's real rap, um, but we definitely send out prayers to everybody impacted with um, the conflict in Ukraine, man. It's I don't, I got nothing, man. After love the last, and light, bro. Love that's and light. it. Love and light, man. Love will see us through. Love and light. I'm sending love and light to those who are in need, um, and those who are going against humanity. That's you go. You gonna have to answer to that. Oh yeah, eventually. Everybody does. You know. Um, but in other news, man, uh your boy. Careful. Careful. Your boy. Careful. Be very careful with what comes after that. Your boy. Brother Wes. I knew you was about to be a nigga, man. I knew First name Kanye. I knew it. Knew it. Uh or, or now currently known as just Ye. There's a documentary out on netflix entitled genius j e e n hyphen capital y u h s genius um i watched the first two joints i haven't seen the third one yet man made me made me kind of reminisce about Kanye early in his career, the docu- the documentary in itself is like old footage mm-hmm. of the making of 
the college dropout and all that he had to do to get there. And I'll be honest with you, brother Jay. Kanye's always been talented to me. Always, yeah. always, always. But the question came up, just because you're talented, does that actually make you a genius? Then I kind of thought about Kanye's uh, career trajectory and all of the things that he's been involved in, music, fashion. Obviously, he's an artist. Obviously, he's a, a, talent, a talented creative. Definitely makes some, some, some bomb music. But does that classify him as really being a genius? He made a lot of money selling funny looking shoes and sweatshirts, you know? Um, he's obviously a media savvy because though he shows his ass in the media, he, he, he's tapped in to other influences that kind of elevate his brand. But does that make you a genius? Does, does, does that make you a successful entrepreneur? A successful artist? A successful musician? I don't know, because Kanye's comparing himself to like Albert Einstein, like into, in present day. So, Kanye, Albert Einstein, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, Kanye's talented, but is he a genius? I don't know, because I think we throw around terms too easily these days. Genius, legend, icon, goat. Oh. (laughs) You was going in a different direction. Sorry. (laughs) We throw throw those titles around too easy. I mean, even even to your point, bro, sis, Mm. you know, we throw throw stuff around that have like legitimate hierarchy in terms of like how you want to recognize or distinguish or describe someone like a genius to me a genius to me okay you could be a good businessman a good musician but you also like solving complex problems for the greater society for mankind like that's 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 genius to me you you're you're contributing something to a landscape that yes didn't exist before but it's beneficial it's beneficial. It has dividends. And I just don't know if the Louis Vuitton Don, <laughs> I would classify him as this guy that's like changing the game, but actually making stuff better. I don't know. So I, I would say um, a genius in terms of psychology, we refer to someone that has extraordinary intellectual power as a genius. And I think depending on who you ask and depending on the day you ask, I think individuals can be geniuses um, in different arenas. This, But this falls along the same line of Michael Jordan versus LeBron. Depending on who you ask, they will have a different set of criteria. And I will say that Kanye does possess a gift 
And unlike many others who also have this gift, Kanye has perfected opening and repurposing the gift to make him earn those dividends. Yeezys, the shoes, I think they're hideous. But I'm not the I'm not the only person in the audience. Evidently, there's a lot of people that's liking them because he keeps coming out with different versions of them. I hear they're comfortable. I hear they're comfortable. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and you got people out here killing for him. Okay. Then you had people pay to go to his album release party and it was silent, right? Like he just, well, he he's he done a cut. I don't know what he did there for was, Donda too, but for the first Donda album, um, it was like a theatrical kind of thing. It was setting houses on fire. But there was a few. There was there was there was something that I read where it was like you just heard like weird noises all <laughs> night, and I'm just like, people paid. Does money. that constitute Kanye being a genius in terms of revenue? Or, yes, or a hustler. But see, a hustler is a genius in his own right. Mm. And I think I, th- I think the challenge is we, like you said, we use terms too loosely. But the terms that we use are open to interpretation. I can consider um, I can consider Notorious B.I.G. to be a pastor. I would I would concur. He provided revelation, influenced and led people. Now, if you ask somebody who is a theologian who understands the framework of a pastor, they may argue me because Christopher Wallace didn't go through any type of divinity um classes or requirements or subscribe to any type of doctrine of an established branch of a religion. False. But he said, I've been in this game for years. It It made me an animal. It's rules to this shit. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get your game on track, not get your wig pushed back. Rule number uno, never let no one know how much dough you hold because you know the cheddar breed jealousy (laughs) specifically. (laughs) Come on, man. If that man fucked up, get your ass stuck up. Yo, I won't argue that he's not (laughs) considered to be a pastor. I know know individuals who, who people would proudly give the term pastor to who have done far worse things than Christopher Wallace has ever done. Yeah. And they still place the title of pastor upon their head, right? Teacher is another thing, right? Now individuals are self-proclaimed teachers. You didn't go get any type of training. Not saying you got to get a degree to teach, but like there's an art and a science. You can show people what you've learned through experience, but there's an art and science behind actually teaching. Um. I was about to be petty, but I caught it. (laughs) What I'm saying is we use these terms very loosely. And depending on your 
you know, my ease, experience, education, and exposure, someone may meet the criteria that you have for certain titles or honors. If you put it that way, like Biggie Smalls was a genius to me. Birthdays was the worst Li- days. Lyrically, lyrically, yeah. a lyrical genius. Come on, now we sip lyrical champagne because we thirsty. Yes, yes. Yeah, a lyrical genius, right? And so he went from ashy to classy. Like we, there was he was innovative for the sector that he was operating in. So I won't deny that Kanye is a genius. I won't. I will never deny. Right? I will never deny that artistically, creatively, and some would even say even in the business sense, he's a genius. But I think, I think the question just comes to like, what, what is the criteria that you have in your head that will classify someone as a genius? And once you are considered a genius, is it eternal? Like, cause Albert Einstein was, was shown as a genius, like for his mind and the way he was able to calculate stuff and to create. Right. And we're still utilizing some of the things that he established or brought to our minds to this day. Einstein was a physicist, brother Jay. Physicist. That alone. Quantum mechanics. That, 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 yeah, yeah. Anything with quantum in them, you got it. But to your point, I mean, he was, he, he was a, a genius and stellar and stellar within his field. Yes. Right. And so, so maybe, but I just, you got Albert Einstein and you got Kanye West. Now, what I will say is be very careful in terms of comparison. Yeah. And, and we as black folk, we like to compare individuals, right? Like someone was like, well, Michael Jackson versus Prince. I was like, ah, you can't, can't do that. Michael started earlier in the game and Michael matriculated through the music Prince didn't enter the game as young as Michael. And then they both came in different times. They were utilizing different platforms within the same sector. So MJ, performer, entertainer, talent. Prince, performer, entertainer, talent. I wouldn't put them two against each other. And you just appreciate what they both absolutely, bring. Absolutely, right? You got to. and Genius. And, both of them, yes. Okay. According according to like Thriller, what mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Purple mm-hmm. Rain? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. And see, even even in in that in that analogy, I wouldn't disagree with you. But I guess it's also like I, I'm trying to figure out. Like I love College Dropout. Like the the yes. documentary is kind of like the lead up to College Dropout coming. At least the first two the first two that I, I've seen. Mm-hmm. Sonically, you know, he kind of just took a little bit. He took a little bit of the Jay Dilla. He took a little bit of the No ID. He took a little bit of the Jay-Z. He took a little little bit of the backpack rap. He took a little bit of the, like the Cameron. I'm wearing pink everything. I'm fly. And then he took his, his experiences growing up as just a, a regular dude that liked music and art and put it all together. And he made it work. I don't think like college dropout ain't thriller. It ain't purple rain. No, no. Fair. 
I would, but I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like College Dropout is one of my all-time favorite albums. Yes. But when you talk, like you say, Genius, Michael Jackson, Thriller, Genius, Prince, Purple Rain, Genius, Kanye West, the College Dropout. Give, give it some time to breathe, though. It's still in its infant stages compared to. That's fair. Purple Rain and Thriller. And younger people are looking at Kanye like we looked at Michael Jackson yes, and Prince, right? And so it all depends okay. on who you ask in the audience. But but going back to my uh, my original statement, I probably wouldn't compare him to Albert Einstein. Like, if you want to consider yourself to be a genius, be be a genius. Mm-hmm. But don't say, "Oh, I'm like X, Y, and Z." Well, he's compared himself to Elon Musk and God. And he's compared himself to God a couple times. And Steve is Steve Jobs and and Jesus himself, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I. That's a that's a topic for another day. What I yeah. will say is, um, is he a genius? According to me, I would say yes, right? Based on what I consider to be a genius, but it doesn't, I, it doesn't mean that you have to end world hunger or win a Nobel Peace Prize to be a genius. Going back to, you know, being a person of extraordinary intellectual power. I think the turning point for me is when you're utilizing that power to benefit the greater good. And see, that is the, that, that is the genius and being a genius. I feel Same when way. you're using, when you're using your, your power and talent and treasure and you're innovative and creative and you're using it for the greater good. Yeah. Cause any, like, like, let's be real. Puff had a clothing line, successful music career, billionaire, Jay-Z clothing line, successful music career, successful executive, married Beyonce, (laughs) Kanye West. Like, I wouldn't say I wouldn't consider Puff a genius. I wouldn't consider Jay a genius. What did Puff not, when it comes though, when like... it comes to the when it comes to the lyrical game? Jay Z's a genius. Yes, but but see, it's like I guess I'm equating it to be. Yeah, I think it still goes back to like the greater good of things. Like Jay Z's a genius at rapping. Puff is a genius at like uh... sabotage. <laughs> sabotage. <laughs> I was gonna say brand and brand awareness, oh, brand ambassadorship. That's what, that's what I meant. Puff, Puff, Puff has his finger on what's hot, or he did at one point in his career. That's what made Puff Puff. So that would be innovation, right? Innovation is it genius though? For that time, I think it was. I think it was at that time, right? He was running um, New York Undercover. <laughs> <laughs> Almost every episode had a song that had puffy influence on it. Mm-hmm. He was showing up in like anything within nineties R and B black culture, not just R and B. Let me say nineties black culture. Puff was in it, mm-hmm. doing that same dance that he did in every video. Puff was in it. Is it timeless? Eh, depending on who you ask, we remember it because we're so close. We're so close in terms to like. The year. Yeah. And it was it was monumental for us. But a lot of these individuals 
Some people wouldn't consider Michael Jackson to be a great entertainer. Kids of today. Yeah, man. Because they don't have, they're, they're too far removed. Hell, most of the kids were born after he died. <laughs> that is true. So they're like, who is Michael Jackson? Like, we were alive. Oh, they only remember creepy Michael Jackson. They don't remember cool Michael Jackson. If that. Yeah. Depending on who's raising them. Yeah. Right? We were alive to see his impact around the world. I never got to see him live, but like some videos like, yo, the brother had Benny Hinn type of power. He was knocking people out. And, and just thinking about what Michael did beyond the music, heal the world, make it a better place. Like his, his, his work spoke for himself. Prince the same way. Like mm-hmm. we know that Prince didn't advertise a lot of his stuff, but his benevolence was greater than Purple Rain, in my opinion. Yo, yo, Black Lives Matter. Originated. Prince. Prince. From the Petty Prince himself when he was on the award show and didn't want to talk. And so I think it depends on who you're asking. Like, the time that they were exposed to the element that they're referring to. Right? Because speaking of elements, I would say Earth, Wind & Fire. All of those were musical geniuses back in the day. Sonic, especially to bring in like a, a big band, kind of a, a big band ensemble yeah. for like funk music. Yeah. That's innovative. And 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 the fact that they are still being sampled to this day. The music is timeless. You got individuals like, oh, I don't know who Earth, Wind & Fire is. I never heard of them. Yes, you have. Most of the music that you're listening to has sampled Earth, Wind & Fire one way or another. So should your genius be timeless? I think it eventually will get there. You got to let it breathe, though, right? Kanye, mm-hmm. compared to MJ and Prince and who else? Who else would be in that era from individuals that have, like, timeless records? Should I throw Jay-Z in there? Jay-Z. One of his contemporaries, but Jay- mentor, but a contemporary. Yeah, yeah, Jay-Z. Jay-Z has skin in the game. Jay-Z's been yeah. in this thing for a while. Whitney Houston, timeless, genius, vocal genius. Hmm. And, like... All of these individuals that we're listing or that we just listed, they have transcended and crossed boundaries in terms of like Whitney was considered a pop artist. She was singing R&B, but white people were singing and I will always love you. How will I know? And so it's like, it wasn't just for a black vocalist. Whitney was the world's vocalist. Everyone loved her. And so I think being able to transcend the origin in which your art was created, being able to cross over and touch different auspices under the talent umbrella, I think that also requires to be genius. Kanye. (laughs) It's a work in progress, but I think, I think, I think what's helping me, kind of lean maybe he is but it's a point that you made maybe he is a genius but it's a point that you made earlier that timeless aspect mm-hmm. like he hasn't had enough time to kind of oh let's look back across his career and 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 uh articulate why kanye was great 
yeah. what 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 contributed to his genius. Yeah. Like he ha- hasn't gotten there yet. And I think the I think the thing that kind of pisses me off with Kanye West, and it's not because he says it, because I believe like you have to you have to uh, believe in yourself and speak what you're trying to do into existence. I'm a firm believer of that. Yeah. However, I think he has also turned a lot of people off, his fans, et cetera. And I think sometimes his actions are elevated and people kind of can't see his genius because of his actions. Like, yo, you wearing a MAGA hat. You ain't a genius. You a nut job. I won't argue that. You know what I'm saying? Or you, you know, you, you, you meeting with 45 in the White House and somehow you call, here's Jim Brown to go in there with you, which might be genius in itself, but yo, it was horrific. You should have been taking care of Jim Brown. You didn't do that. That's not genius to me. Right. But that doesn't negate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The small, um, the small occurrences doesn't negate his body of work. Yeah. Is the brother like still in need of support from the village and resources to help increase and enhance his mental well-being? Absolutely. That was that was a dope thing about the documentary because it showed the village that he was in and the support system that he had in place. I'm I'm looking forward to watching the third uh the third uh installment of the series. Um, that I think dropped this week. I'll try to get to it the weekend. Okay. So yeah, he had that support, but also Kanye was still kind of socially awkward even then. I just think he got money, fame, and success now. Like he can, he can. It, it doesn't really matter anymore. Like you know, you know what I picked up on the documentary. You know how when somebody like reach out to dap you up. Yeah. And it might not be the appropriate time to dap. Or maybe you just seen him. Like, why you dapping me up again? Mm. Or everything that he Bruh, says, he want to he want to dap. Fraternity conclaves. <laughs> yeah, fraternity conclave, right? I hate going to those things, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm not dapping. Like, it's three, yeah. it's three thousand cappers in this space right now. I'm not. I'm not gripping all y'all. Grip me. Grip I'm me. Not, I'm not. <laughs> I know I know this is off topic, but I am not right. I will walk around with shit in my hand on purpose. Hey, bro, and now, and now, you know, with, with COVID and the pandemic, yo, all the grips and the daps, yo, man, you getting a fist bump or a sharp elbow. You get denied, nigga. You might get a, <laughs> you might get the nigga point from across the room. Like, no. I no. see you. Yeah, hey. I see you. What's up? Hey, bro, I can't call it. <laughs> I remember telling one brother, I ain't want to shake his hand up. <laughs> and he said, uh. he said, hey, brother, how you feel? He went to shake my hand, and I grabbed, I had a water bottle, and I grabbed something else. I think I was lead. I was leading a training session for the undergrad. I was like, "Shit, man! If I had your hands, I cut mine off, right?" And I just kept walking. One of the old heads was like, "Bruh, what the hell?" I was like, "He liked it. Yeah, he, he didn't pick up what I was putting down." But I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, no. If I had your hands, I cut mine off, bruh." Yeah. <laughs> But it's so so Kanye. So like, even if you could say, you know, Albert Einstein was quirky or whatever. And then it's like, all right, well, if I'm Kanye, well, he was he was socially awkward. So am I. I'm a genius, just like Albert Einstein. I but think, I think he should say I'm socially awkward. Yeah, but he you could tell you could tell early on a lot of the stuff you know the MAGA stuff I didn't see coming, 
But the fact that Kanye is like known for something else other than music now, not really that surprising after watching the documentary, man. Like if you watch, and Kanye would throw out a dap, right? <laughs> to anybody and everybody. And he wouldn't take it down until somebody <laughs> gripped his hand. <laughs> Have you ever been around a dude like that? I t- anybody I- like that that throw out the dap? And I turn my head. If it's been up too long, if it's been up too long in my it. head, I'm like, ain't nobody does. And and they freeze, like, you know, like the saved by the bell freeze. Like no. have you ever like that's the most awkward situation I, to be in? I turn in, my head. It, I turn my head, bro. Like when I see it happen, I just turn my head. I'm like, yo, he just or or they go to shake somebody's hand and they're not paying attention. And so their hands yeah, in the air and the other person saw it and they just leave it there. But they won't take it down. No, but so that's it. That's Kanye, man. That's so like the shit now don't really surprise me because he was giving awkward daps <laughs> way back in the day. The shit actually make a lot of sense now. So are you saying that a requirement to be a genius has to be awkwardness? Well, see, this is the thing, man. Like all of the people that we've mentioned, you know, they might not be uh, socially awkward and that might not be the best term, but they've been there. They are eccentric. Oh, eclectic that's a that's a that's good that's a GR. you know what i'm saying they they are you know i mean let, let's let's be real uh you know michael jackson was on the mash thing way before covid <laughs> he knew what it was he knew what it was man he that might he was. might he might been a genius he saw the future <laughs> why Pro- your mask he was Cover a prophetic up. genius yes don't shake hands <laughs> don't yeah. shake hands dress your kids in blankets yeah you know or prince with um you know, just like his kind of mystique. I think the mystique was also part of maybe his social awkwardness because, you know, he didn't want to be around a whole lot of people. Mm. Coughing on him, breathing on him. Yeah, I can see that. You know, I mean, they even say, like, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, um, you know, once he got to a certain level, well, a certain amount of money, it was just stuff that he he did. He had people to do it for him, so he wouldn't have to do it anymore. Yeah, well, you know, I feel I got a thing for Michael, too, so I just... Yeah, man, I just, just... I know. Like, but, you know. I was a fan. I mean, even Jay-Z, even Jay-Z, like, his songwriting ability, they say he kind of mumbles, mumbles the song to himself and gets the melody and the rhyme, then he just go in the booth and he won't take hold. Hey, that's but perfect. think about a grown man like mumbling. Got ninety nine problems, but ain't one. He ain't mumbling. He's he's prepared. Whatever you need to do to prepare. But have you seen him mumble? Have you seen him do the mumble yes. joint before? Yes. I've seen the videos, and I'll be cracking. A up. grown man, a grown man that's, that's mumbling. But think about it. What do football players do in the locker room before a football game? They they bang each other's head against the wall and. Yeah, they try to hype yeah, yourself up. Screen. So whatever yeah, you got yeah. to do to prepare, like I, I know, I know a, a public speaker who, two hours, by the clock, two hours before he goes on stage, he runs a mile. Mm. Whether it's in the hotel gym, whether he has to go around the city, but it's built into his schedule. Anytime he goes on stage, two hours before, he runs a mile. He showers, he gets dressed, and then he goes and he sits in the back of the room that he's going to present in. I mean, LeBron James spray his hair 
<laughs> he spray his hairline on before every game. So I guess that's something. Oh, was it the chalk thing? It's the chalk in the hand thing yeah, you used to do. It's kind of quirky, I guess. I guess maybe you do have to have like some some idiosyncrasies about yourself that you know kind of just get you in the space yeah. or the spirit to do it, what you got to do. Sets you apart. Yeah. And so, does it make you a genius or does it make you awkward though? But but it depends, right? Because if if I do something that I consider to be helpful to help me prepare and you don't, you would consider it weird. But if the next person does something that helps them prepare that is just unique from somebody else, they would understand what I do and I would understand them. So I wouldn't concede. I'm conceited. I wouldn't see it as weird. I would just see it as preparation. I'm going to start throwing up awkward daps and like, Business meetings everywhere I go, grocery stores, man. I'ma just throw my dap out there, man, and put it in somebody's chest until they dap me up, yo. Kevin, you might get some one, bro. Don't. <laughs> we still in the pandemic. Don't do that. My, hey, man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to tap into my genius, man, so I could make some funny shoes and and run up a and run up a check, yo. Kanye West is a genius, man. I'm like, yo, you married Kim Kardashian. Was that a genius move? I don't know. I don't know. Like, does that make you a genius? I don't, I'm, I'm conflicted. But, I, but musically, I would say, yes, he's a genius. Yeah. I, beyond that, though, I can't really say, like, you Steve Jobs or you, you know, you Albert Einstein or, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. A genius is the black man that, that created the super soaker. Yes. Genius, genius, genius is the, the other black man that contributed to the Nintendo. A, a That's genius. Genius is the, the black man that created phase 10. That's what I'm saying. Genius. Yeah. Genius, timeless. man. Like that's that's timeless. 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 Yeah. Yes, timeless. Yeah. Right? That's genius to me. But so I guess the jury's still out if if he's a genius or not. I mean, musically, uh, definitely. No, no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But um, I'm I'm waiting to see the third installment of the series, man, before I come to a conclusion. I still love College Dropout with all my heart, though. I love yes. that album. Yeah. I love that album, man. And, and, and graduation. Yeah, I, I mean, I like I like some I like some of his new stuff. I like the Sunday the Sunday service choir and stuff like that. But ah, I don't know. This is, it's tough, man, because you know if Kanye's a genius, then LeBron is the greatest of all time, and I just don't know if that's the case yet. Mm. <laughs> I just don't know. Mm. It doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't make me feel I, good I calling would, Kanye I a would, genius. I would separate <laughs> those two. Yeah. He can be a musical genius. Mm-hmm. I calling someone the the goat is is it once again it all depends on the era that you grew up in because other people are still saying that Wilt Chamberlain is considered to be the goat mm-hmm. or Earl the Pearl is still considered to be the goat. So it all depends on the era and the impact. If you but if, you could be a genius across eras though. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I'm tracking, man. I don't know, man. I'll call Kanye a genius when you listen to some of his new music. Well, so much for that. 
<laughs> like I'm going to watch the documentary because everybody. Hey man, you you it. will enjoy it if you if you if you love um, the cottage dropout the way you say you do, and I know you do. You will enjoy at least the first two installments of the docuseries. I haven't seen the third one, but I, I'm looking forward to watch because it gets more in depth with like the current Kanye that we've come to know. And the awkward Kanye that was making soul beats back in the day has grown into something, morphed into something else. All right, I'm gonna watch. I'll genius, re- man. I'll report back. Shit, man. Are we are we considered genius of the podcast game, man? We 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 did kind of get get ahead of the curve behind most people. I mean, we got ten followers, but even still. You know, we we still did some provide. We still doing some provocative shit. You know what I'm saying? Bro, we almost passed eight thousand views. I, I I think we're I think we're I don't know if we would genius. Self, I wouldn't say self proclaimed genius. I think we nah. we're on our way. We on our way. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna speak. Hell, if Kanye could be a genius, man, I got to be a genius. I'm gonna speak man. into existence. We on our yeah. Way. Matter of fact, I'm gonna start giving out awkward daps tomorrow, man. <laughs> in the show, bro. <laughs> in the damn show. As soon as I go into campus, as soon as I go into campus, man, I'm going right up to my, I'm going right up to the dean. <laughs> I'm gonna throw out a <laughs> throw out an awkward dap. <laughs> Anybody Probably listening get- to this, if you see anything <laughs> happening. With with black man arrested over assault for college deans. Oh no, black man arrested for for, for giving out dap on a college campus. <laughs> I didn't know what he was doing. I thought it was assault. Yeah, man. I thought he was. I thought he was. I thought he was proposing a fight. He was just dapping. He wanted to embrace. Me. Yeah, I didn't know. He. I, I thought he wanted to be starting something. Yo, you know what though, man? Like if you extend the awkward dap first. Like some most people probably wouldn't talk to you these days, man. It might be a it might be a tool you could add to your toolkit, brother Jay. Well, I mean, think about it, bro. Th- going back to the fraternity situation, if someone gives you the grip incorrectly or not as, uh, um, yeah, it's awkward. Yeah, <laughs> it's awkward. Like, mm. It's awkward, man. <laughs> it's awkward. So the next time you see him, you're like, "Hey, what's up?" Hey, <laughs> you. You give him the you give him the wink and the gun. Yeah, you give him the two yeah, guns. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, you know. All right. Well, we we geniuses in training. <laughs> in training. Gits. 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 Genius. Ah, yeah, was a genius. At any rate, you've just witnessed another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm Kev. That's RLJ. And we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Where evolution is revolution. The village, we want all y'all to be geniuses out here in these streets. Till next time, be light. Be light.